goodness hello 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 and welcome to episode 32 of break the cycle with me your host joshua smith i am so amazingly sorry uh i don't know what happened i, I made a link earlier while i was at work i guess because i did it from my phone it would only accept going live from my phone uh so i had to make a new link uh, if you guys could do me a huge favor, something that I, I mean to tell you at, at the beginning of every show, if you could retweet that link right now or share that link on any media social media platform that you can so we can get more followers, get new eyes on the podcast, uh, and start getting more people in the live chat to hang out with you guys, that would be amazing. I would appreciate it very much. I have a wonderful show for you tonight. I'm so excited, but let me start off with some great sponsors. Of course, we have Lorenzotti.coffee for all your delicious Italian coffee needs, delivered directly to your door bring the taste of italy home this is great stuff they have great products amazing coffee use btc at checkout for a 10 percent discount of course i promise you will not be disappointed and my main man my partner in crime toplobster.com i gotta give a huge shout out to my friend top lobster today he sent me this awesome custom embroidered break the cycle shirt and hat i'm putting it up close so you guys can see it let's see if it gets in the focus there I swear this this thing's a lot better though. There you go. Custom embroidered, drawn by the man himself. Please go to toplobster.com. Check out his awesome gear. Use BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. You will not be disappointed. It is quality, high-end stuff, I promise. And anthemplanning.com for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Uh, please check them out. Libertarian owned. Amy Lepore is awesome. Mises Caucus. Uh, they are doing a job that the government sucks at much more efficiently and much cheaper. And I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Anyways, I told you today we have an awesome show. I'm very excited uh, for my guest today. He is the host of a podcast called The System Is Down. If you listen to my audio podcast, you may uh, actually hear his uh, ad for his show in every single one of my audio podcasts. It's 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 an amazing show. He's an amazing guy. He is also the man who did all the media uh, 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 videos for Spike Cohen and Joe Jorgensen during their campaign. If you saw any of that stuff, it was amazing. In my opinion, one of the best podcasters out there and the most underutilized media guy. Please start using him for all of your media. He is Dan Smots. How are you doing today, sir? Hi, am I am I unmuted now? You are unmuted now, yeah. Hey, Josh, how's it going? I'm doing okay. Sorry about the you know the the late start and the and the brief interruption. I really apologize for that, sir. It's all good. Uh, I just feel the need to wear a mask because uh, Bill Gates totally screwed us over with uh, Skype, and he's you know there's probably some viruses floating around, some particles in the air that you can never be too safe. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You never know, man. And and uh, I, I apologize. We are actually using Zoom tonight. I was I had to figure it out on the fly because his audio wasn't working through Skype. Uh, so I'm really proud of myself right now that I was able to bring uh, uh, Zoom up instead of Skype and still get the show going. But it did take a while, so I, I do apologize. But anyways, man, I, I hope you're doing great. I'm super stoked to have you on the show. Why don't you tell us sure. about The System is Down and, and, and the show, what it's about and why you started the show? Sure. Yeah. The the show basically just started. Uh, my friends and I would sit around and it was like early on when I discovered liberty and the ideas of liberty and that type of thing. And um, I we, we would just sit around having drinks and stuff and hanging out, shooting the breeze. And I would always bring up things like conspiracy theories and politics and religion and all these things that you're you're told you're not allowed to talk about. Even like back in my younger years, they were like taboo. And I, I call them things you don't uh, things your family praise you don't bring up around the Thanksgiving dinner table. And um, yeah, for me, it's it's just a matter of I seek truth and I want to know what the truth is. I know that there is a truth out there in every single facet of the world, no matter how uncomfortable it is. And I think that we c it will only advance humanity and advance liberty and advance freedom if we are able to explore and uh, you know dissect these uncomfortable truths even if I'm talking to somebody and we both think that something else is stupid we should still uh, be able to and open and willing to like open up our mind and explore uh, uncomfortable territory so that we can definitively say well that's definitely not truth now let's move on to the next thing and now we live in this world of uh, censorship everywhere and um, makes makes having a YouTube living really difficult. I've been demonetized for a good long while and uh, your day is coming. By the way, just so you guys know, Josh has been pushing for this and uh, we're going to make it official tonight. I don't know if you can read that. It says, um, it says 1K followers at TSID pod or Josh dies. Oh, geez. You guys don't want me to die. So you better go over there. We're getting really close. Well, we're, I, last time I checked, you were at like nine, 960 something. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really small amount to get. It's like forty more, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna kill it tonight. We're gonna crush it, and if we don't, I'm going to say all the things that get me kicked off of YouTube and bring you down with me. Oh, jeez, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, so check, go check out TSID POD on Twitter. TSID POD, and he does have a really great Twitter, and it's it's criminal that he's still under a thousand followers on Twitter. It's well, absolutely criminal. I don't think you should use the word criminal it, because my Twitter might be considered criminal in the coming years. So um, it, you might not want to put that out there. You might not want to say criminal a little too much here sure, um, sure. in my case. In fact, everything's criminal. So I've had several episodes <laughs> that they wouldn't let me monetize already. Uh, yeah. But I, I put in a review for each one of them and eventually they monetized them anyways. Yeah. So Well. I, I did that too. Um, I've gotten multiple strikes. I've gotten, uh, I got a warning and then I got a strike. So I was on my second strike and the third one gets you completely perma banned. Uh, so I was sitting on two strikes and then I log in one day and it says, oh, you got a second strike again. And I was like, well, I'm gone, right? Uh, another second strike. So I don't know if it was a fluke or if it was like right after my time expired, they just gave me another one to make sure I stay quiet. But haven't been able to live stream in a good while, and they've stricken plenty of my videos and completely demonetized me over the years, Jeez. mostly for making fun of their good old boy, Jeffrey Epstein, who I thought was dead, but they must know something that I don't. My goodness. Of course. Of course. And, and for yes. anybody that knows, uh, Jeffrey Epstein definitely didn't kill himself. Uh, but anyways, 
I was on your sh- I was on your show not too long ago, which was a lot of fun because you were actually the first person who let me talk about all who let me address all of the rumors that right. people hear about me on your show. I mean, you gave me an hour to just talk about all the shit that people have said about me for the last four years. How is no? How am I the first person to bring this up? Like, it's all anybody talks about online, but when they're actually face to face, they're not going to push you on it at no, all. Nobody ever did. Of course, man. and and it wasn't even like. You know, I was happy to talk about it, and and obviously when I came on your show, I was really happy to name names. Like, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk about the people who have dragged my family through the mud for four years. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. I, I don't care. People are like, oh, just put it behind you, just move on. I'm like, do you know what kind of shit we went through? You know, so you've brought this on yourself. Yeah. So Sorry. I I appreciate. <laughs> I I really 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 appreciated uh, that spot. But um, so you really you're big on the conspiracy theories, man. And, and I I had uh, Dave Casey on not too long ago, who's also big on the conspiracy theories. And a lot yeah, he's people, coming on my show this week too. Oh, so. dude, that's gonna be awesome. It'll be fun. I can't wait. Yep. Um, a lot of people call me a conspiracy theorist because you know all the things I said about COVID in the beginning that are <clears throat> are now becoming true. Yes. Uh, you know, what, yes. the what, CDC is a conspiracy theorist these days. It yeah, seems I like. mean, uh, Doctor Fauci. Doctor Fauci is an absolute conspiracy theorist. He came out. He just came out today saying, uh, "What was it? Uh, that he, he he can't rule out that it wasn't, um, or that it could have been made in a lab." I won't say what it is, but he's saying that now, which right. he he just goes back and forth with the wind and says whatever, uh, whatever he sees on TV. It seems like, but yeah, he he, he said that it might be a a bioweapon, basically that could be made in a lab. It's like, oh, well, I got kicked off of platforms for saying that, and you get to just say it uh, on national television and dictate with it. Yeah, it's I was fascinating. I was legitimately banned for life from Facebook for saying something very similar to what he, yeah. Dr. Fauci said today. So uh, bas- basically Dr. Fauci has now taken every single stance on COVID possible uh, in the last year. I mean, that's really, <laughs> yes. really has every single <laughs> in the last stance. week, really because yeah, the they know they're going down, you know, they got this, they got all this shit coming out about the Wuhan lab and how the, the money got funneled there. And so he's going to just start saying whatever he can to try and get the heat taken off of him. Of course. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's impressive the amount of flip-flopping he's done. And I'm not one for judging. Like, I don't like when people use the term flip-flopping if, like, a politician changes their stance. Like, if Tulsi Gabbard decided she wanted to be more libertarian on things more than just the war, I would not call it flip-flopping if she was for, like, private health care and gun rights and stuff like that. It's okay to change your mind. But when you are, when your words are determining what the entire country does daily, and how much fear people live in, and you're just going back and forth just based on nothing, based on no statistics or uh, empirical evidence or anything, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. I'm beginning to call him things like uh, God Fauci or nerd God Fauci or something like that. Idiot God, I don't know. I'm, I'm workshopping it, but he needs a better title than doctor. Yeah, mine was was, uh, uh, Dr. What was it? Oh man, I made a really good one on Twitter. Doctor Fauci and the and the and the uh, Covidians or the Branch Covidians or something. Like. I <laughs> yes. said this. I said this months and months ago. I think I, I think Twitter actually took it down after a while. Yeah, of um, course they did. But what are what are some of your favorite conspiracies that have actually come to light over the last year? <laughs> Where do you start? I mean, it's not even like coming to light. It's like they're mainstream news now. We just heard about. Um, chimeras like alex jones was ranting about chimeras on on joe rogan's show a couple months back and then just like last week newsweek is reporting on oh the the first human monkey hybrid embryo is being created in china it's like 
it, that's just news now. And I was called retarded for saying stuff like that for years, but now it's just news. Yeah. And, uh, and all, all the stuff that they put out that are clearly lies and conspiracies about how COVID is this terrible, it, it's bad. Okay. It, how COVID is worse than it is. I'll say that to try and keep you a little safe on YouTube. Um, like just on and on and on the, the different webs that the media spins that have no credibility whatsoever. They're the ones calling us conspiracy theorists for saying things that are daily coming true. Alex Jones is a crazy person, but that doesn't make him wrong. In fact, he's been right on more things than CNN has this year, probably. Sure. I don't think Alex Jones gets enough credit, to be honest with you. And I don't care how many yeah. people get mad about me at, at me about this. I, uh, I made a post from, uh, I, I can't remember if it was New York Times or Time Magazine. Uh, they had on the cover about how, you know, the news sources show that the blood of the young can keep older yeah. people youthful and stuff. And I'm like, yep. I'm like, wait a, wait a minute. Are we, we Alex Jones has been talking about this for, for 15 years yep. And, yep. and everybody has called him a crazy man. And now they're just putting it on the front page of the, of the New York times. Like what oh, the it's, hell? It's okay. They just, they just, they flowered up a little bit. I'm actually surprised how little they flowered up. It's like, Oh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow or somebody is using like in, infant, boys foreskins in her facial cream and this person is you is like experimenting with actually injecting finding the 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 whatever the fountain of youth in in young people's blood it's like i i don't know how i'm supposed to interpret that even if i wasn't a conspiracy person how do you interpret that other than we are like our entire culture and our society is currently vampiring off of the younger generation stealing like when it comes to masks and everything like stealing their childhood so that maybe a couple more old people can live a couple more years i'm not trying to be like insensitive to the elderly i think that they should be taken care of but we should not be sacrificing the children so that these people there are few remaining years last a little bit longer. I don't, I, I don't, it's, it's baffling to me. Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree. And it's just, it's just crazy to me. Like, so, so Alex Jones, I mean, you know, any of us conspiracy theories aspire to be like Alex Jones someday, right? Sure. That's, that's how we, that's how we roll. But I mean, the yeah. guy, the guy was like the, the, you know, breaking into these crazy social gatherings of the, of the rich elite. Yeah. Bohemian Grove stuff. Yeah, the Bohemian Grove stuff. Like, well, 15, 20 years ago, he was doing this shit. And and then everybody just started calling him crazy forever. And it's like, he actually has video of that stuff that he can right. show you. And and, yeah. he, and he has put it out. And people are like, you're crazy. And it's like, dude, I got video right here. And now all the shit that he said. I mean, even the frogs turned gay, man. <laughs> frogs are having parades, man. I don't, Legitimately, I don't know. <laughs> the frogs, they really found this, this additive in the water that was turning frogs gay. It's, yeah. like, it's like, dude... How can you continue to call that person crazy? Well, right. we know it's because probably because the CIA, sure, sometime in the what was it the seventies, sixties, or something, yeah, uh, decided that that we were going to call anybody who questioned the state a conspiracy theorist to to you know make other people in the world think they're crazy. And there's so many people that worship the state that right. that they're going to believe anything they they they're told. And and I think that COVID has brought that to light more than any other thing that's ever happened in our lifetime. Absolutely. And not to spend too much time on Alex Jones, but I am not I haven't even listened to the guy other than his Rogan appearances. I haven't listened to him. I haven't followed him in like since he got banned, really. I, I kind of I really tapered off and gave up on him when he started hardcore pushing for Trump. 
because it's like you can't say for years and years and years that the whole system is rigged and we'll we'll never have a fair election and then your guy gets in there and then you start saying oh he's just this underdog who who figured out the way to play the system it's like but you've been saying that you can't play the system and like i i just i don't trust trump and i don't trust uh, uh alex jones and i take not that i believe everything that i say or everything that i dig into i just find it fascinating i would lean if i put on my tinfoil hat i would lean more towards alex jones being a little bit of a controlled opposition and um yeah i i think that he's kind of waffled on a lot of his messaging over the years and kind of watered everything down but he's still you know He's still right on a lot of things, which that's how controlled opposition works. They give you a bunch of nuggets so you get hooked into it and then they lead you down other paths that are um, not beneficial. Well, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, like the Pentagon going, hey, man, they're on to us about a bunch of shit. Tell them about the UFOs. Right. And they really did that. (laughs) And and they they released that they had seen UFOs. The Pentagon released this and everyone's just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, nobody cares. Like, Like we're living in a. We're living in the purge. Who cares about UFOs? Like, sure, bring it on. Our government's doing it anyway. Um, yeah, it's like it's just hilarious that they're it. I, I don't want to say it's like obvious, but it seems obvious to me that this is just distraction of like, well, you know, let's let's pull you away from here. Give them UFOs. We've had that. You know, we've been looking for the right time to release it. So just panic release and <laughs> try and distract. It's uh, it's great. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, shout out to Top Lobster. Thank you for the uh, for for the super chat. He says one six is his favorite conspiracy. Uh, Danny one, AI, six. thanks for the super chat. He said Joshua, where can I get that hat? Uh, Top Lobster is the one that makes those hats. I don't know if he's going to put them out uh, for for good or not, but they are uh, custom ones. And then Danny uh, AI also said best conspiracy Pizzagate. Ben Swan covered it and then <laughs> vanished and came back tan as hell. How do you think I got kicked off of YouTube so many times? <laughs> the Pizza Gate stuff? Exactly what it was. <laughs> there's, you know, it's funny because there's a, there's a lot of libertarians, in the, especially in the party, and, yeah. and some will call them the blue-pilled libertarians who kind of just swallow up the mainstream mer- narrative and um, who will literally, I mean, will bring down heaven and earth to talk shit to you if you bring up Pizzagate whatsoever. What are, what are your right. thoughts on, on Pizzagate without trying to get us kicked off YouTube forever? Sure. Uh, we may have already gotten you kicked off for saying it, um, uh, but we we shall see it. If you guys we may have gotten you kicked off unless you guys get me the those 40 follows on Twitter tonight. But um, yeah, I think that case is fascinating. And I think there's like there's a reason why people believe these things. It like there's a reason why people believe that man didn't land on the moon. They're not just stupid. Like they've done the research. They've done more research on it than you have. They've most of them, if they're into it and they're ready to like stake their their life on it or their career on it or something like that, they've done enough research that they know more about it than your your average person. But the media will say a thing. They'll say it's this or it's that, and then it'll just be that from now on. And that's all you'll be able to find on the internet is you look it up and. This is the the official uh, scripted descript, uh, description of what that case was. And so that's all anybody knows about it anymore. And um, I don't like I, I always say on my show, I'm not like 100 percent sold on any of these theories. I mostly find them fascinating. And there's a lot of compelling evidence for them. That is all like I'm not saying it did or didn't happen. I'm saying let's explore it together and let's find out. Um, and if something like that is happening, th- don't we have a right to know about it? Like there, there, there's so many questions around um, 
the Obamas and the Clintons and even Trump and Epstein and a certain pizza sh- pizza shop. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of weird things. And I'm, I'm not saying storm in with a gun or something like that. Like some people have said, I'm just saying, can we at least have the conversation? Can, like if it's completely fabricated, let's have the conversation so that we can figure out that it's completely fabricated and move on talking about something else. But when you take something like that and you demonize it and you cast it out of society that just makes that just it like the branch davidians it validates what they've been saying the whole time like the branch davidians were standing around going well we've been saying that the government was going to come in and kill us and that would be you know god's way of testing us so here we are and they're doing it they're they're going right along with it um like it just makes the theory more dangerous if it's false but um i tend to you know, I, I suspect that if it is so evil and scary that we can't look it up on the Internet, you know, the toxic, disgusting Internet that has much worse things than that. Um, if we're not allowed to look it up and talk about it, it kind of makes me a little suspicious. That's all. Sure. Yeah, it's definitely pushing people to believe more and more of, of what they hear when when you try to stop it from being heard. Right. I mean, right. it's the same thing with the Nazi book burning, in my opinion. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It, you're going to seek those books out because now you want to know why they're being burned. Right. You know, right. and, and yeah. I get it that it's two different situations before all the the losertarians come in here freaking out on me like you just you know, you just compared that to the Nazis and blah, blah, blah. Right. Yes, I did. But in, in a, in a completely like, yeah. separate way. I I think what the Nazis did, I don't think it it's objectively true that what the Nazis did was a terrible thing. However, um, if we are not allowed to talk about it and explore what led to that, explore the mindset of the individuals that were brainwashed into doing that, then we're just going to go along with it the next time. And I know that that is not a unique thought, but um, you're just your average everyday person isn't going to be brainwashed into Nazism without a lot of manipulation and a lot of propaganda and, uh, you know, being able to look and break down what exactly happened there is so important to making sure that this does not happen again. But that's a, an evil thought these days. Yeah, man. They, they just, they really don't want any wrong think out there at yeah. all. So, uh, yeah. let's, let's talk a little bit about the Joe Jorgensen and Spike Cohen campaign. Are you comfortable <laughs> with that, man? Well, now that we've talked about Pizzagate and Nazis, let's talk about Joe Jorgensen. Yeah, um, I'm trying to bring the tempo down a little bit. You know what I mean? No, no. Here's the thing. So, so obviously, I sit on the Libertarian National Committee. I'm an at-large of the, of the Libertarian Party. Um, yeah, I liked Joe better than I liked Gary, right? Um, but I do think that the campaign team kind of went about things the wrong way. Uh, yeah. You know, I know, I know that they had some really great radical campaign members uh, in the beginning that all got pushed down to Spike Cohen's campaign, and they kind of yeah. the whole pragmatist uh, orientation took over the Joe Jorgensen campaign. What what did that look like for somebody who was actually working on those campaigns? Well, I excuse me, I worked with. I, I'll start off by saying I had a pleasure working with them once it finally stuck, and they let me work with them and for them. Um, and I, I was happy to, you know, do the the stuff that they wanted to and make some changes. I pushed back on on some stuff, but for the most part, they gave me uh, free reign of the creative side and the messaging side, which might not be like the best thing because my message might not have been exactly aligned with what their message was or what they were trying to do. But for me, I was just like, you know, I'm here. I'm not here for the candidate. Like I will support and help represent the candidate. Um, even Spike, like I love Spike. He's fantastic. And, um, I 
Should I say it here? Yes. Is this is this the time to it, say it? It is. I I didn't vote for Joe Jorgensen. Fair. Um, I also didn't vote for Trump or Biden. I uh, Joe Jorgensen was a way better candidate than Gary Johnson because she was way more libertarian and way more principled. Even if they didn't know how to package that and sell it, and there was a lot of inner. Uh, conflict i suppose or at least inner miscommunication and confusion as to how this thing should go but i heard joe say so many times don't don't the only wasted vote is voting for somebody that you don't believe in or somebody that you don't want to lead the country and i don't i don't believe in joe jorgensen doing that i believe that she has great ideas on paper but um as far as leading the country i just wasn't sold on it and i uh I voted for, uh, I wrote in Spike Cohen twice because <laughs> I was like, after hanging out with Spike for, um, for months on end, I was like, man, you, you can do both if, if you want to, like, I know that's not how it works, but, um, I think that a, a vote for libertarianism at this point is only a protest vote to begin with. So if you're going to protest, why not make your, your protest exactly what you want it to be? Joe Jorgensen said, only vote for the person that you believe in. So I did. I voted for Spike Cohen twice, but um, back to actually working for them. Um, I was there to, I mean, I made some money and I thank them for that. It was a good job and they gave me a lot of creative freedom, but I was there to make something cool, something that lasted and something that pushed the message, whether that was with Joe or with Justin Amash or with anybody, I don't care who it is. If you're going to allow me to have a little bit of creative freedom or a lot of creative freedom and some messaging freedom to help push things in the right direction, then, you know, I, I don't care who you are as long as you're, you've got, you know, some principles sure, at least. Sure. Yeah. You know? You're probably not going to go hang out with Richard Spencer and uh, do the videos for him. Are you? No, no, no. Cause if you had said Richard yes, Spencer. fake figuratarians would have been doing exposés on you right. First thing in the morning. You know what I mean? Now here, here's the thing. Um, pause for effect and let them make their assumptions as to what the next words are going to say. Um, so I, to, to prove my point that I, I would not, I had to stop and think about who Richard Spencer was. Take that, Fickertarians. <laughs> I, I don't even, I barely, I've never heard the guy speak. I've heard his name thrown around as a white supremacist, but I've heard my name and your name and Dave Smith's name and Tom Woods's name and everybody's name thrown around as white supremacist. So it doesn't really mean anything to me. But if he is, that's stupid. That's a, that's a stupid thing to be. Yeah, no, he totally is. He's, <laughs> and it's funny thing, he's like he's like a national socialist. I don't know. I don't know if he's like a. I guess he. I guess he's probably. I mean, he he believes in like a future for the white people only. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So so and he started out as a libertarian, and so that whole like libertarian to alt right or white supremacist or national socialist pipeline thing started with him. I mean, that's yeah. where everybody was like, oh look, it's the truth. Now thing. point to all the other ones though. Yeah. How many other ones are there? Like there's two. just because one guy or two, two guys went from libertarianism yeah. to white supremacy does not mean that there's and how much actual poll do they have in the country? How yeah. much are they weighing hearts and minds to white supremacy? Well, they're the, the the Tiki Torch Brigade, right? Those guys, I mean, a few there's maybe two or three of them, right? So there's like there's like Richard Spencer, Chris Cantwell, and Augustus Invictus, right? Like those are the three. And, okay. and one of the guys had to name himself Augustus Invictus to feel like he's tough. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, it's not like some big huge problem, but now it's this right. you know blow overblown thing. And um, sure. But anyways, yeah, you know, I wasn't a big fan of of uh, of Joe myself either. And and I think my problems were more about her campaign team than they were about Joe. I think Joe was a nice old lady. You know, I would. Yeah. 
I would have been okay with her being our president, you know? And um, I would love to have her as a mother or a grandmother or like a relative or a friend even. She's, she's cool. I have nothing against her as a person or her philosophy even. It's just the way this was sold was not was not doing it for me <laughs> sure yeah no i was definitely the bigger fan of spike and um i was the advocate that that tried to push the mises caucus to to you know support spike if if that's what it came down to and they and then in the end yeah. they did which i think was kind of like a cool call for you know if any of you people who are so big on unity uh, right don't understand that that the uh vermin supreme campaign vice presidential candidate is the one that the 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 uh libertarian party mises caucus put their support behind if you don't understand right. that if you don't understand right. what that means, then you don't know what you're talking about, you know. Not to mention the fact that I did the uh, the Mises Caucus video that came out like last week, and I had some people hit me up like, "Dude, don't you know about the Mises Caucus?" And I was like, "Yeah, I I know. Yes, yes, I, I've looked into the rumors. It's calm down." Hi kids, do you like violence? Are you sick to death of pussyfooting around the truth while being constantly fed lies by news and big tech tyrants? If so, then come join me, Dan Smots, on The System Is Down, where we get weird, have fun, and dig into all the dangerous taboo topics like conspiracies, politics, religion, culture, current events, and everything your family just prays you don't bring up around the Thanksgiving dinner table. And I know that reality is scary to some people, so if you're easily offended, just ignore this and go back to making cat memes or whatever. But if you're ready to change the world for the better, come join me on The System Is Down down at tsidpod.com or wherever you get podcasts. That's tsidpod.com because the system is down and truth is taking over. And even if even if they are these evil people, what's one good person? Like, what's it going to hurt having one good person working alongside them uh, in things that we agree on? But no, I, uh, I did that video last week and I had some people reaching out to me concerned for me and then i put out spike's new video today so it's just like guys this is not about teams this is about message this is about moving forward and i i call me crazy but i want to have a freer a freer world in my lifetime and actually get something done instead of just bitching about you know left-wing libertarian versus right-wing libertarian or real libertarian versus fake libertarian let's just there are certain things that we should all be able to easily agree on. And if you can't agree on that, then I don't really care about your opinion because you're just uh, you're, you're not a part of the movement at that point. Sure. Yeah, it's actually it's actually really funny uh, how many people say all these terrible things about the Mises Caucus. I, you know, and I talk about this on the show all the time. I've been with the Mises Caucus since it was like 50 people in a Facebook group. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I've never seen what the people talk about there. Nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've had all your worst on my show, and um, I, I, you guys keep, you keep giving me dirt, but it's not the dirt that I was looking for, man. I'm looking for that that smoking gun of uh, of white supremacy that everybody talks about. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty funny to me, man. I don't I don't know. Uh, something that other people might not know about you that I was pretty stoked to find out about is you're actually a rapper. Son of a bitch. And yeah. You knew I was going to bring it up, dude. So you you actually sent me a video uh, on, I think it was from Odyssey, of, of one of your newer songs. And I actually really enjoyed it. It's definitely different than what, you know, the mainstream hip-hop art, uh, audience might think is normal or whatever. But it was so really cool and interesting. So what, what kind of led you to that, you know, avenue? Uh, that avenue, I was a musician long before I was a podcaster or an audio engineer or any of the the video stuff or any of the millions of things that I do. It was like music first and foremost back in the day in high school and stuff. I was in bands. I was in, 
a rock band. It's still around and we actually just finished up an album. But uh, we've been I, I mean, we're all dads now and we're, we're just doing it when we feel like it. But yeah, I I'm not doing music for a living or to make money of any kind. I do music because music is inside of me and it's going to come out of me in one form or fashion. So I might as well put it down and see if anybody else wants to listen to it. Um, as for the like solo rap stuff, I started doing rapping as a joke. Actually, I like my my bands were like sing scream screamo e type kid shit. Um, I started rapping as a joke. I was like, oh, anybody can rap. It's just talking fast, whatever. And then I started doing it, and I started doing shows. And I'm like, man, this is way harder. You gotta like speak a thousand words a minute and do it in front of like on your own on stage instead of having a band to back you up just doing it and holding a crowd's attention without being able to take a breath it's like yeah it might be easy to do it while you're driving down the road listening to Eminem in a car but when you're actually doing it it's tough and it's fun and it, it gave me a huge amount of respect for the art and uh I mostly listen to rap now <laughs> I listen to uh, pretty much everything I listen to a lot of rock but uh rap is pretty big and um yeah that song that i sent you was like the first song that i did that's even like even controversial or political or whatever you want to call it like most of my stuff was just like goofing around making up stories and writing about silly shit so sure sure yeah i definitely i definitely meant to give you a nice shout out on that zeo poster in your background which oh yeah i did a music video for them actually did you really i did that's pretty yeah what other other video stuff have you worked on man well, that one, I uh, I was filming for this festival uh, that they were playing at. They didn't know that I was filming them. I just got a bunch of different angles and I pieced it together as a music video and sent it to them. And they were like, holy shit. And they're like, they put it out as their official video release and everything and sent me a bunch of free merch and stuff. But um, yeah, I started out doing video just for like local bands and my own bands and stuff like that, doing music videos. And that's what got my foot in the door. I taught myself at uh, YT University or YouTube back in the day it was good back when you could you could find stuff but um yeah it just self-taught and kept doing it over the years and then eventually i got into doing uh wedding videos which launched an actual career in doing video work and then that spiraled into the political stuff that i'm doing now so that's kind of I, I do a little bit of everything from commercials to uh, uh jingles and graphic design and music videos and everything so i i keep busy and have fun Pretty cool stuff, man. Absolutely. So, uh, changing gears back to back to the conspiracy uh, side of things. Oh shit! Let's uh, do it. What do you, where do you think, as a society, after this this whole COVID mess, right? As a mm-hmm. society, as I like to say, uh, where where do you where do you think we're headed, man? Where, how do you think that we're going to be able to shake off the dust of a year of being shut down? Uh, and and beat down and told to wear masks and 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 that you have to get the v word and and this yeah. and that and this and that where do you think society is headed after this i think that we are like right on the fence right now we we can, we are dangerously like this fence is narrowing and we're just like walking a tightrope and i'm not sure yet which direction we're gonna we're gonna tip to and i don't mean like right or left or political necessarily i mean like as far as what we as the the power and the people and the individuals are going to be able to do to stop things because we've seen them kind of pull back the uh, the passports and stuff like that um they've backed off a little bit on it but you still hear them in the news like it, i think it was uh i think it was Cuomo interviewing Fauci and he's like um he says something <laughs> they, they just keep pushing it like um 
sorry, my, my brain stops working sometimes. Happens to me all the uh, time. <laughs> but he, he's just like, so with this, uh, with you saying that people who are veed being able to go into stores, like, I know that people have given pushback on the passports, but... You know, how are we going to know if these evil anti-maskers are sneaking into stores without their masks on? It's like just the fact that he's saying, I know that they don't like this, but, but, but it's always the but that uh, concerns me because the talk is still there that it's a possibility. Um, I think if I think they're they maybe they're waiting for us to calm down about it or stop paying attention to where they can sneak it, pass it into one little bill at a time and until it, uh, you know until it gets bigger and bigger. But I think that we are in a, a risky place. I try to stay white-pilled or positive or whatever you want to call it and uh, think that there's hope. Um, I, I think that there's hope either way. I think that humans are smart. And once, if shit did completely hit the fan, I think that we would figure it out together. I think that the libertarian message would take over and uh, people would be working together, co, co- Alitioning and stuff to actually create societies. It might not be ideal societies. It might not be pretty societies. But um, I think that uh, the system is broken and it's it's shattering right before our eyes. It's just a matter of whether we can like piece things back together to go back to the old normal, uh, which was better than the current normal. But uh, if we can tip it in a way that makes a better, newer, completely different normal than uh, these other two not great options then great let's uh let's stay positive and focus on that but yeah i, I think that people need to keep screaming about this thing and not let it uh, go to the wayside otherwise it's going to sneak its way back in sure absolutely i i'm, I'm blessed to live in a place uh and you may also be blessed to yep. live in a place uh where the governor actually came out and uh and, oh, no. and <laughs> il- outlawed uh uh the the mask mandate it's over yeah here. yeah um they, in schools, though, right? No, in all business altogether? mandates are are illegal okay. forever, and the only and they give the they gave the power to the governor is the only person that can overturn that and make a new mass mandate. Uh, so it actually took it out of the hands of the legislature as well. I just talked about this on my last show, and I'm not I'm not big into like I'm not super I'm not big brained on the ins and outs of how some of this stuff works, but if she can just sign it into law, can't the next person just sign it out of law and then it never mattered to begin with? Sure. Sure. Yeah. And I think, I think that's how it works. And, and so um, in Iowa, at least where I live and yeah. I don't, I don't know where you live. I, I'm Illinois. So I'm under Pritzker's rule. Yeah, you, and got, you got a rough one. Yeah. But um, I do live out in the middle of nowhere, so it doesn't affect me as much. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So I just, I, you know, I know that it's against libertarian philosophy or principles or whatever to have a governor kind of take that power and say no. Yeah. But at the same time, where do we draw the line with with our local business saying, "Hey, you have to have this experimental me- uh, right. uh, medical procedure, or you have to cover your face, or you have to do this"? Uh, where do where do we draw the line, and 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 are we allowed to? I mean, are we really allowed to applaud an action like that from a governor? Because you know the. She also said that she, through executive action or the legislature, she would uh, outlaw the V the V word passports. Mm-hmm. Um, DeSantis in Florida has already done that. Um, you know, where 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 can we draw the line as libertarians? You know what I mean? Well, I've got two lines. There's the, and we, as libertarians, we always do. There's the ideal line, and then there's the reality line. And the reality line does say yes. That's that's a great thing that she she passed that 
overruling mask mandates altogether. That's great. And when the power plays in your favor, it's great. However, you know, I, I don't I'm just hesitant when people are like praising these people. I just did a whole rant episode, solo rant on my show about this. It it concerns me when they like even DeSantis, he's been open mostly the whole time, but he's still locked down for part of the time. So this is criminal. Like, yes, it's great that you're not doing it now. But if somebody was stabbing you repeatedly over and over again and they finally stopped, you shouldn't praise them. That's Stockholm syndrome. You shouldn't say, oh, thank you. You're such a nice person for stopping stabbing me. No, fuck you. You shouldn't have done it in the first place. You're a criminal and uh, we should address it as such. I know that's not the nicest way to look at it, but it is the logical and realistic and the truth way to look at it. And um, yeah, it's great when power works in your favor, but it should be cause for concern, in my opinion, that uh, these people have this power to begin with, or they pretend like, and they, they, they act like they have this power and we just all go along with it and eat it up. And that's what makes me lean more towards concern. And the, the black pilled version of my, my two brains is that we just accepted this really fast. The vast majority of people, even if you, even if they thought that the thing was fake altogether or a hoax or whatever, um, even those people, they still were wearing the mask and they were still doing the stuff that's uh, easy and convenient for them when they go into stores. Um, they're just going right along with it, even if they they push back on it. It is hard. It's not easy to be completely anti-social norms in your hometown around your friends and family, but this is where it gets us and i don't know I, it concerns me it concerns sure. me sure absolutely so jet fuel melt still beams or not <laughs> um i know that uh it's been so long since i've looked into some of these things uh nanothermite or whatever it's called nanothermite will melt steel beams yes but not or it will tear through it at least. but not jp5 though and from the top of the building you know no, what I mean? It just doesn't no. work that way. Absolutely. Yeah, and I've never I've never seen a building collapse in on itself um with not with with nothing hitting it. Just from some stuff heating up inside it, it just it just fell. Uh building seven, of course. Look into it if you haven't. Most people don't know about it. I'm glad that it's finally starting to get some airtime. Well, and I you know, so so the a really cool part of the last year. So the, a lot of people have been red pilled on all kinds of shit over the last year, right? The the police yeah. state, uh military intervention, uh medical tyranny. Uh, yeah. you know, we got we got a bunch of 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 hardcore conservative Republicans are becoming like crunchy holistic medical supporters, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just yeah. eat vitamin Z, uh, vitamin D and vitamin C and zinc and take this yep. little tincture here and it's like, dude, you're a conservative and you're like, it's cool, you're going to start seeing a DO2 or what? You know what I mean? It's pretty pretty <laughs> neat, right? But um prob- yeah. you know, one of the coolest things for me was during this, do you remember the GameStop short squeeze? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So if, for you guys who aren't following along, uh, Reddit got together and was like, hey, we're going to squeeze out all these hedge fund managers that are shorts, shorting uh, <laughs> the, the GameStop stock, right? So GameStop has been going the way of, of the dinosaur for many, many years, right? Uh, and probably yep. because they'll only give you 47 cents for a game that's six months old. That's it not, was 60 bucks then. Yeah, it was 60 so, bucks six months ago. Now you're going to give me 47 As soon as you drive it off the lot, it loses 99% of its value, 40, apparently. 47, <laughs> 47 cents. And that's in game credit, in GameStop credit. If you want right. cash, it's going to be 32 cents. So, so um, Reddit got together and decided that they were going to fuck over these hedge funds 
right? Because these mm-hmm. hedge funds were shorting. And so if, if you're shorting something and the stock skyrockets up, you're screwed out of, I mean, it had to have been millions and millions and millions, hundreds of millions yeah. of dollars. It was a lot of money. Um, but during that time, a bunch of people started real finding out that uh, a lot of the stock from from certain things that had to do with 9-11 uh, mm-hmm. were being shorted a couple days before 9-11 happened. Yep. And so... Uh, there were also some drills, right? Drills. Yeah, there was a bunch of drills. There's always happened. drills. A lot of cleared out offices on a day that people should have been at work. It was very specific very coincidence. Specific stuff. And then and then so so people actually because of this this Reddit nerd short squeeze of of hedge fund managers that were shorting GameStop are starting to learn about something that happened. 20 years ago that we all know yeah. that there was all kinds of shit that we weren't told about, regardless of whether you believe it, it right. was a hoax or, or our government uh, perpetrated it or Israel perpetrated it or somebody perpetrated it. We know that we weren't told the truth about all this. Right. Stuff, right. And, and it's all that matters. Right. Like, and, be and great the, to know, but knowing that you were lied to, that should be enough for you to go. Eh, maybe we throw all this stuff out that they're telling us because they're they're full of shit and maybe we should check out the fact that there's an entire coalition of architects yeah mm-hmm. who have come together to say that this is not how this happened it's impossible. trust the science bro yeah trust the science the people only trust government mandated science now that's right that's what it's all about because you know they've done really yeah. great things like what the tuskegee experiment big time mm-hmm. help for all of us uh terrible syphilis uh, sufferers, well, they're kind of great stuff. The, the the USS Cole and uh, God, there's just so many things we could talk about that the government has done so right and not lied to us about at all. Yes, absolutely. So uh, I, I trust the government because the government loves me. Right, right, and we want to keep our YouTube channels. Uh, That's right. <laughs> so, so praise we, Lord Kamala and <laughs> idiot fa- idiot God Fauci <laughs> and and, uh, and Dementia Joe. Right? Um, Is he still around? I don't know. I think we're on like the sixth uh, uh, version. <laughs> sixth clone. Yeah, the sixth clone now. Of yeah. I actually saw somebody put out somebody put out a, a a graphic of like the last seven times that Joe Biden has been seen in public, and every single one of them looked like a different person. You're going, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? Uh, oh man. But you know, we know we know we're all living in a simulation, anyways, right? Yeah. That it's funny because what's it, what's his name? Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson once oh, said that. We're probably living in a in a simu- There's a very good chance that we're living in a simulation, he said. But then he goes around bash like debunking conspiracy theorists and calling them stupid. It's like just because your conspiracy theory, you know, is a little bit more palatable to people for some reason. Like you, you said that the entire world might not exist, but believing that you know nine eleven might be something other than what we were told. That's just too crazy and outlandish. Yeah, it's like really doesn't give a lot of credence to his conspiracy theory. You know, right. You you might be you might be right. It might be a simulation. It's very possible. But if you if you can accept that as a possibility, lighten up, lighten up on some of this other stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think I th- honestly, you know, and Elon Musk came out once and said that he thought yeah, that maybe he did it was too. a possibility we were all living in a simulation. And so the crazy thing, I think the the one thing that really kind of drives home the simulation, uh, living in a simulation conspiracy theory is the Mandela effect. Have you researched a, a, a oh, yeah. lot on the Mandela effect? Yep, yep, we've done some dives on that. It's like the craziest thing. So I had never really got into it at all until Mm -hmm. last year, and I started reading about the Mandela Effect, and I'm I'm looking at all these things that I know happened, 
that I know for a fact 100% happened, that I watched with my own eyes, that I used to see with my own eyes, that are completely different and were never the way that I remember them. And it's not which just, ones for you? Which ones for you uh, stood the, out the, the most? Fruit of, the Fruit of the Loom one was a big one for me. Uh, okay. The, the uh, Sinbad movie where he was the genie. Oh come on, nah. That was nah. Kazam, Kazam was real. It no, was uh, it was no, Shaq. No, 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 no. There was one with Sinbad. I saw it at the drive-ins. I know that for a fact, right? Uh, the 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 whole uh, dang it. We're from different. We're from different portals. We might be from Gosh. different different timelines, man. <laughs> timelines. Uh, yeah. The 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 Statue of Liberty one messes me up worse than all of them, though. I think. Wait, what about it? That, that it's being that's like moved, and that people there's there's people who clearly remember being able to go on tours and up a ladder right. into the arm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but the arm ha- you haven't been able to go into the arms now all of a sudden since World War One when they're a right. bomb a bomb that started World War One that we never learned about. It's right. cool. <laughs> Hit close to the start island there. there. <laughs> yeah, start start there. That was the one that yeah. blew my mind probably the har- the hardest was the fact that we were always told that the World War World War One started from something completely different, and then you go back yeah. and study it, and it's like, oh, there was a bomb on an island that was munitions depot off the off the coast of New York there that actually bent the arm of the Statue of Liberty. Who's heard right. the story? <laughs> Anybody? Nope. Nope. It seems like something you would you know maybe include just a little snippet in the footnotes of the history books, but no, no. But but for for me the on the Mandela effect, it was uh, the Berenstain Bears that got oh, me that was in a because. Big one, yep. I remember vividly as a child trying to think of how to how to pronounce that. It was E-I-N. And I was like, is that Steen or Stein? And I thought that over and over again. I remember obsessing about it. And now it's A-I-N. Like, I wouldn't have questioned that. It would have been Stein, obviously. But uh, that one, for me, like, even if I can... I've, I've gone through, we've done, like, some debunkings on some of these and tried to explain them away. We tried to play devil's advocate even on stuff that we believe. And... Um, yeah, but no matter how many I throw out, it's just like, eh, that's that's trash, trash. Berenstain Bears, it's not going anywhere. And until it changes back, I'm convinced that there's at least something fishy going on with, I don't know, CERN or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, there was so there was an article that came out re- not too long ago. Uh, man, and I wish I could remember who wrote it. I'm going to see if I can find it and try to link it to, to the notes here. But it was <laughs> actually a theory uh, by a guy who had said that the world had actually ended like mm-hmm. 15 years ago or something and that we're all just kind of living in this purgatory world right now <laughs> yeah. after yeah. after the world ended after I, it, may, it might have been right after 9-11 or something um but he started listing, was, yeah yeah he started listing all of the mandela effect changes and how these are all rifts in time uh changing you know the things that we remember but i'm telling yeah. you the, the, the it took me probably a week and a half obsessing over the sinbad <laughs> genie movie yeah. And I remember seeing as a child that Sinbad swears to God he never made, it never happened. There's no, I can't find any evidence of it ever happening, but I remember having it on VHS when yeah. I was a little kid. And it wasn't the Shaq one. I'm telling you, it was completely different. <laughs> I've seen the Shaq one too. It was okay. crap. Maybe it existed and I never saw it, but I don't remember it existing, which is fine because I was a pretty sheltered child and there's a lot that I didn't know existed. So it's all good. But, but the, sta- the Statue of Liberty arm, I mean, that's, I mean, there's people who today alive that remember going up in it on school field yeah. trips and shit. And they yeah. say you've never been able to go in there. It's always been broken. Yeah, it's like we should, I don't know. Why can't we talk about it? Why can't, not that that's like super taboo or whatever, but anything like 9-11 or JFK and stuff like that. Why is it so shunned as crazy? Unless you accept this premise that your your government is completely on the up and up and they've never lied to you, 
if you can't if you don't accept that if you think that there's some shady stuff that goes on in government maybe they lied about this stuff too or maybe they weren't completely honest about things just the complete demonization of you know conspiracy theorist which is not even a term that i use because it's a cia term i don't typically use it i'm trying i'm thinking about bringing it back and taking ownership of it but um just yeah i don't know but if you can't if you can't trust your government then stop trusting your government stop believing your government when they tell you outlandish crazy ideas about the current pandemic or from that back into you know as long as the country's been around there's always been shady shit going on that's all yeah, it's really easy to look up. And, you know, the shit the shit gets declassified every day. Something gets declassified that we're like, right. hey, that's not what they told us. <laughs> Shocking. Sh- shocking. Just like every time it comes out, I'll do something on my show like, hey, remember how all when I was like depressed and I was talking about the chimeras and the combining human embryos and that crazy, crazy shit about combining human embry- embryos with monkeys? Man, I was feeling real bad, and then I'll just pull up the screenshot and be like, oh, shit, right again, damn it. So, <laughs> Yeah, man. It keeps happening. It's crazy shit. It's a crazy world we live in. Well, hey, man, that's... I don't want to be right either. I, I would love to be wrong about all these things. I, I said that earlier on my <laughs> Facebook. There's actually a, an entire group, or on my Twitter, there's an entire group on Facebook called uh, jo- uh, Oh No, Joshua Covade Smith has done it again. <laughs> or it's literally a group of people who hate me and talk shit about all the bad takes that they think I've had. And, and a lot sure. of them started because of my takes on COVID in the beginning of this stuff. And now all, all the stuff that I said in the beginning of this stuff is coming out to have been true. So I think a few people owe me an apology or two. Yep. Good luck. Good <laughs> but, luck with that. But anyways, man, that's pretty much all the questions I had for you today, man. I, I, uh, I, I'm really stoked. What's, what's next for, uh, for dance Mots and, and the system is down. Well, I'm currently rebuilding, uh, or I have a guy that I'm working with on rebuilding my website because I had done it before and it wasn't great. And uh, when I got kicked off of Facebook completely from the show, um, which is gone from there, there is a secret uh, group on there. You'd have to go dig it up, though, because you can't just look it up. Well, you can look up TSID is down forum and find it on Facebook, but uh, we're kind of laying low. We got kicked off. I am working on a website where I can integrate Patreon, integrate membership into making a just a one-stop shop for all things that are my show where you can watch the video, you can listen to the audio, you can subscribe and do all those things. So currently that's uh, that's the main focus and we switched to two episodes a week recently. I know that you're, you know, you're burning through like what, 25 per week or Jeez. something like that at these least, days. At least uh, two, sometimes three, mostly three now. Yeah. 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 So there, there's that for the show and uh going out to pork fest gonna meet up with some people out there and film for uh the free state project and jeremy kaufman and um yeah lots of fun stuff this uh this new working for libertarians is kind of shaping my my reality as it goes and i'm kind of just riding the wave and we'll, we'll see what happens so yeah looking forward to uh meeting some people and doing some fun shit so. sounds great man let these people know where they can find you at you can find my evil show at tsidpod.com. There will be another website coming out soon that's under a different one, but I can't say it yet because it's not hidden. Uh, tsidpod.com on Twitter, it's at tsidpod. And I forget all my socials now because I don't care about them as much anymore. But 
Um, follow me there. Follow me on Odyssey, especially. I am on YouTube. I only post the episodes that I think YouTube won't hate me for because they do not like me at all. But uh, if you want to hear all the stuff completely unedited, unscripted, and raw, you can get the full episodes for free at odysseyodyse.com and just look up the systems down. Hell yeah, man. Thank you so much for coming on. And you guys, seriously, if you don't want my show to die, you got to go to at T-S-I-D-P-O-D. T S I D. There's still time. Pod. Down. There's let still me, let me time check. to hit a thousand followers on Twitter for Dance Mots today. It is criminal. I'm gonna. We're at nine seventy. Yeah, dude, we're thirty away. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a post about this <laughs> right after I get off. But Dance Mots should not have under a thousand followers on Twitter. So go follow him at T S I D Pod Thank you. on on Twitter. Dan, I appreciate the hell out of you. I'm a huge fan of yours, man. Uh, I can't wait to see what's next for you, and let's try to have you on again in the future. Absolutely, man. Anytime. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you, brother. All right, guys. Another awesome episode of Break the Cycle. Man, I love that guy so much. He is super cool. Uh, I I want to sit around and just talk conspiracies with the guy forever. You guys know me. I'm a little bit of a conspiracy nut myself. Uh, so it was really cool to have him on the show. Uh, before we go, definitely check out Lorenzotti.coffee for all your delicious Italian coffee needs delivered directly to your door. Bring the taste of Italy home. Use BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. And my friend, my partner, my partner in crime, toplobster.com. Uh, dude is cool as shit. Please go to his website. Order his clothes. They're amazing. I don't know if he's going to make these custom embroidered hats uh, for some kind of production deal or not. Let me see if I can get the, I don't know what's going on here, guys. Anyways, it says break the cycle. Uh, we also have these really cool shirts. This logo here is going to be one of the new badges uh, for the people who become members on the YouTube channel because you'll be able to get your custom badge and custom emojis for the live chat, which is something that's pretty awesome for you guys who are in the chat all the time. Uh, if you don't want to spend the money, I get it, but it is very, very cheap. Uh, and also, check out anthemplanning.com uh, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Wonderful people, libertarian-owned, uh, Mises Caucus. Find out what they can do for you today. They're amazing. They belong in your lives, I promise. Uh, coming up on the show on Wednesday, we're going to have the uh, the Florida man himself, though Bishop, is going to be on the show. I'm sure we're going to have some uh, very, very delicate and nice arguments uh, about why I would rather work in the Libertarian Party than the Republican Party. Uh, he has the opposite of that. He actually just did a debate with Dave Smith about it. It was a very, very cordial and wonderful debate uh, that came out today for all the normies from uh, Lions of Liberty with Mark Clare moderating. Uh, Mark Clare, who I had on the show last week. And then on Friday, we're going to have the man, J.J. Boogie, on the show. I'm super stoked for this one. Uh, he is the guitarist for Arrested Development. Um, if you're not familiar with Arrested Development, they're like a hip-hop group from when I was a little, little, I mean, young kid. I used to watch them on like Buzzworthy MTV uh, uh, when I was a young kid, so I'm super excited to have that one on. Uh, I, I, I can't tell you how much that's going to mean to me. Um, guys, please check out the Patreon uh, support the show if you can. Patreon.com backslash break the cycle JS. If you hate Patreon as much as a lot of libertarians do for being so yeety, you can check out subscribestar.com backslash uh, break the cycle JS. Same thing, same tiers. I'll get you guys in an awesome Discord server with really great people. I think there's like 50 people in there. Uh, there's a there's a mug club uh, uh, tier that I made. I definitely didn't rip it off from Steven Crowder. I did. 
changed my mind, uh, and, and some other cool tiers on there as well. So check it out. I will see you guys Wednesday for the show with Tho Bishop. But until then, don't forget to break the cycle. to explain the lyrics of my last song they seem to contain a violent call to action in the verse and the frame but i just landed in minecraft the helicopter part wasn't referenced to gta 5 and the things you do so any violence you commit i am not an excuse because i just landed in minecraft what chipper is my friend and he's constantly cold accusations of incitement getting totally old Make your own choices, yeah, you have control Because I just landed in Minecraft Obviously I would never advocate force Unless it's due process and a trial, of course And if you're convicted, we will make you a corpse In Minecraft, just in Minecraft There's nothing I mean, you know it